All right, folks. So we're here with our sponsors, and we have a unique sponsor today, the whole continent of Asia. And I would just like to say, if you're going to be an Asian, be a Chineseian. I'm actually in a new international business class, and I realized that China's economy is the top in Asia. So I would just like to say, if you're going to be Asian, be a Chinese, Chineseian, Chinese, Chinese. Is it already? Plur- is it already Chinaman? Be a Chinaman. Good save. Got you there. I got you there, Maxie. How are we doing today? We're good. We're good. I'm excited. It's been Feeling a little good? bit. Yeah, it's been a little bit. I got a couple stories to tell. I'm excited. You know, you know how you know it's a good Monday. Hmm. When you when you get no text from the bookie. Ah. Uh, when you I get actually, no text, broke even, baby. Let's I woke, go. I went into. I was up sixty bucks yesterday. Went uh, going into the Eagles Falcons game. Made two bets. Lost them all. I owe the bookie five bucks. Uh, that's not bad. That's a win. Owing five bucks is a win. Yeah, that's what I say too. Owing five bucks is a win. But if from you, six hours ago, I was up sixty. So that's just tough. Oh, I actually uh, broke even on that Falcons game, dude. I took a money line. You did. Yeah, did. That, that was what my gut was saying, but my I fucking heart was saying why, Eagles. I don't. I don't even like Matty Ice at all. Actually, I don't. I, he missed like two clear open guys in the end zone. Yeah, I uh, saw that. He's terrible. At the beginning of the game, he's not that good. I don't know why I bet them. Probably dude, because the Wentz sucks too. I just didn't think about it. I just didn't think about it. I just say, yeah, Falcons at home, sure. Uh, I saw that the Falcons have lost two in a row to the Eagles, and I was like, ah, it's time. It's time they win. But I went with the fucking Eagles because I was drunk, and I said, fuck it, let's do it. Oh, I, speaking of sports betting, last time you tuned in, Max and I went through the Jet schedule, and we put – our life savings, our children, the mortgage to our houses. We put it all on the Jets over seven and a half wins this season. Huge. Banking on the Bills game in week one being a free win. Banking on them winning one game against the Patriots. Keep in mind, we did record this just hours before the Patriots signed Antonio Brown. I would like to say at the time of the recording, that was a smart comment. That was a fucking educated comment. To say the 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 Jets are going to win seven and a half, no problem, and take the Patriots for at least one. At the time, that was a smart thing to say. Right. So here's the only silver lining of this match is that we we went through the schedule and we found out they were going to be ten and six. So the fact that they lost the first game and will probably lose both of the Patriots that makes them eight and eight, which means we'd still have to bet. Yes. Yeah. So we need. So here's the thing. Though, Sam Darnold is out though with mono. Le'Veon Bell's banged up. C.J. Mosley is out, and Keenan Williams is injured. Right. But so, we but we didn't expect them to win this game against the Browns tonight. We didn't expect that. We gave them a loss. That we didn't expect them to win next week against, I believe, the Cowboys or the Patriots. Um, I think it's the Patriots next week. So we didn't expect that either. And then week four, they have a bye week. So we, they got three weeks to get healthy before to we figure expect, it out. expect a win. So it's okay. We, we still, if you can make the bet, it's probably even lower now. It might be like six and a half if you could take like a, an in-season bet. And I would put, you know, the farm, every single thing that you own, t- put it outside your house, have a garage sale, sell it all, take all the money that you make and put that on the Jets over wins this season. I think so, too. I think that's the money thing. On the same day, though, I also put $100 on the Saints winning 10 and a half. Uh, Oh, you are (laughs) fucked. Yeah, Drew Brees is fucking six weeks, so that's tough. Beep, boop, beep. Hey, uh, hey, Gilly, 
I was pretty hammered. Can you uh, can you delete that? Uh, Just delete the whole, <laughs> delete the whole Saints bet. I don't know what I was thinking. Oh yeah, sure. Did anything suspicious happen? Nah, dude. I just didn't like the bet. They're one and one. Come on, give it to me. No. By the way, what do you think of the new site? Hate it. It, it. I'm so like unfamiliar with it. I miss the old one a lot, actually. I tried to live bet so many times. So here's what happened. I'm at work yesterday, and I have this five game parlay. Every single game hits. It's to win 250 bucks. Every game hits, but the Chargers need to beat the Lions. The sure. Chargers are driving down the field. They're down three points. They're on the 20-yard line. It's third and 10. Phillip Rivers throws one of the end zone and gets picked. There's like 30 seconds left. All they had to do is kick a field goal. He throws in the end zone and gets picked. So they lose. So I lose that parlay. Then Max, I'm like uh, Max, I do have to make a confession. You did a parlay? Oh, I put in the fucking you, parlay yesterday. <laughs> dude, how do you not put it? Parlays are where it's at. 10 bucks to 100. I, I, you do it all I day unre- long. I unretired. I unretired from parlays. Naturally. Yeah, uh, you got to. It was a six-game parlay. How many did I hit, Max? Five, dude. Every clearly, time. Clearly. So my parlay <laughs> yesterday, I had the Cowboys minus six. Yep, four. me too. I had the Chiefs minus six and a half. I was yep, seven me and a half. too. I, I bought a point to make it six and a half. Sure. Yep, me I too. I took. I took the Seahawks plus three and a half. They won yep. that, right? Yep, me too. I took the Giants and Bills under 44. Did that, not take that. that. That one just made it. It was 42. Did I, was it five or six? Oh, the Patriots minus 19 obviously destroys the fucking Dolphins. That was so easy. Yeah, I didn't want to take that one, but it's a good pick. That was five. And my sixth one, the Texans minus eight and a half. Go fuck yourself. Minus eight and a half, huh? Dude, did you see Minshew? Minshew's the guy. Dude, I don't know who the fuck that was. Dude, he's new. And he, did you see him get off the plane? Had a silk shirt unbuttoned down to his belly button, hair, yeah, chest by, hair hanging by out. By the time shades. that happened, my parlay was long fucking entered in. Facts. Fucking, dude, ugh, the Jaguars aren't good. They're not good. No. I did. I had the but, same parlay. I had the same parlay you did, except for I had uh, I had the Colts um, over the Titans. Nice. And, and then the one that ruined it was the fucking Chargers. But I... Dude, so... Middle of the game, for, hold on for a sec. Middle of the game, the Chiefs are playing the Raiders. The Chiefs go down 10. I'm on the shitty website trying to do live bets. Like, I need to put my whole account on the Chiefs. On the Chiefs, minus three and a half. Finally, it opens up after refreshing it. I'm at work freaking out. I got customers. I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'm looking at my phone trying to get this bet in because I'm about to be down big. I refresh it. Finally opens up. I put $120 down on the Chiefs, minus three and a half. Boom. Saved my whole day. Really? You got it through? I got it. Dude, it took me. I'm, I mean, there's people at the counter like, uh, hello. And I'm like tapping refresh. Like, I know. Hey, it hey, you're like, it. hey, 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 cut. <laughs> I make 250 a goddamn week. I need this fucking bet to go. Yeah. Yeah. You have no idea. You know, what's crazy is when the parlay was hitting, I had this guy come up to me. He's like showing me pictures of the geese. I've got I've got the whole NFL. I'm on Reddit live stream on my computer <laughs> at the front desk going. He's talking. He's like, hey, you see these Canadian geese? Like I guess it, uh, I guess it's not cold enough to fly north yet. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking crazy. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, the, as I'm talking to this guy, the the Philip Rivers throws an interception, and he's like trying to show me a picture on his phone, and I just drop my head, just like in <laughs> utter disgust. And I'm like, yeah. He shows me. He's like, you see the geese? I'm like, yeah, man, that's tough. Yeah, our printer works. If you want to go print out the you know the pictures of him, man, but I uh, I, I gotta take a minute. You know, I'm I, I'm going on break, Ed. I'm going on break. I made a conversation with this guy. I don't have time to talk to a retard about fucking geese. I got fucking yeah, parlay one game left in, and he's fucking. Do you not see? I'm sweating. I'm not even looking at you. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, 
crazy. Crazy. I don't got time oh, to talk wow. about. I don't got time to talk about the migration of birds and the price of cows. Like unless, that. unless I can bet on the over on any one of them, I don't give a shit. Over under three and a half more weeks until the geese start to fly. Okay, you have my attention. Okay, yeah, a hundred right. bucks on the under. Sure. Clearly, if it's fucking football or WNBA, you take the over. If it's the geese migration, you take the under. Clearly, kept, kept, kept. Yeah, that's an That's a given. He kept asking me about the fucking geese. I got three computers up, watch a game on each one of them. If, you know, I think a guy would have a little courtesy. Like, don't put your fucking geese, you know, f- I don't even know what it was. Fixation. Max, Max, why don't you just get the red zone stream up? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Does Reddit have that? Yeah, Reddit red zone stream, baby. The best. That's, that's pretty good. I don't know. Um, but-, but this is actually perfect, Max, because you interjecting with that work story you did tell me you had another work story you wanted to tell, so we could move right into the work story that you wanted to tell me from earlier. Dude, I can't, I can't say it. This is a bad story. This is a bad story. I had, my story was the Canadian geese. I'm trying to think something else happened now. Oh, I'm trying to think there was something else that happened at work. I'm just fucking, Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So get this in. So two nights ago, I'm, I'm talking, I've got a second job, right? Because I just, that job clearly doesn't make me any money. I get a call from my boss it was like hey max uh first of all he called me you obviously don't answer the first call you know you, you never know what you could walk into in that scenario so you you late you wait for him to send you a text hey max it's about i got a question for you Will you call me back it's about pay don't worry i'm not gonna ask you to work tomorrow beautiful give it give it some time to make it look like i didn't read the text message you know so i'm not just like following into his plan here i'm just gonna max I'll, what what is your uh, second job uh yeah so i do laundry for the fucking Sports teams at, at the college. I do laundry. I film practices. You know what I mean? Not a bad gig. Not a bad gig. It's a little nickel and diamond here and there. It's like three to four hours a day. Not bad. Whenever I want to do it. But it's pretty good. Yeah. So I get a call and uh, I or I call him back and I'm like, hey, Steven, what's going on? Sorry, I was at the dinner. I just stepped out. He's like, hey, yeah. So I guess for the past four pay periods, keep in mind that's the past eight weeks. That's like two months i was trying to have half my paycheck deposited into a savings account and every single time it got declined so they were just keeping half of my paycheck for the last four pay periods okay that, so the, so they're gonna retroactively pay you yes so i walk so tomorrow i get a check for the difference which is sick and now all i can think about is what bet do i put it on like i, I never had that money that money was never mine i was making do without it's free money. It's free money. Found money. It's what? You, we're walking down the street and you found a blank check that was written out for that much. To me. Yeah, I just signed it over to me and it's mine. So my dad, I told my dad, I was like, hey, dad, I found all this money. Like, he's like, oh, yeah. So don't you owe me something? Like, fuck, dad. All right. You, you tell me then, red or black, we'll either lose it all together or we'll double it together. You tell me. He got pissed. He hung up the phone. But I'm <laughs> telling you, yeah, he's fucking, he, I don't know. Must have been no milk in the fridge. He was irritated. I fucking need to know what bet to put the money on because it's not mine. None of it's mine. I think I got to take it over. I might put it all in the house on the, on the Browns minus five and a half. Uh, I was actually going to tell you, you should take the over in this Browns Jets game tonight. You think so? I think the Browns are going to put up at least. 35 points on the Jets tonight. 35. At least they have something to prove. I think so, too. I have a parlay in still the Bears. Did you see the Bears game last night? I didn't watch it, no. Dude, there's like 30 there's – a, there's a minute left. 
The Bears are up a touchdown. In Denver, Joe, right? Yeah, in Denver. Joe Flacco's driving. I have the Bears. They're part of this parlay. Who was it? I had the Colts. I had the Colts. Colts, Chiefs. No, no, no. This is a different one. This is after that one blew it. I put a new one in. Oh, it was the Seahawks. It was the Browns minus five and a half and the Bears money line. Dude, if there's a minute left, the Bears are up uh, seven points. Denver's driving, right? Driving down the field. There's like fourth and 10 with 30 seconds left. I, I close out of my computer at work. I'm like, I got to get it. I can't watch it. I get mm-hmm. to my, I go to change my wardrobe. I look at the screen. It's 13, 12. They, they scored. Somehow they scored with like 20, 30 seconds left. Next thing you know, they're going for two. They go for two. As they kick it, he misses it. Absolutely miss. No, no, no. Jesus Christ. They're going for two, and they get like a, a, a offsides or a holding, whatever, right? So they back it up. They decide to go for one. They kick it, and the guy misses it. Game over. Bears win, right? No. It was offsides on the Bears. And so the they, game can't end on a penalty. Right. So they get it Absolutely. back. They get it back to the one-yard line. They go for two. They get it. And I'm like, that's it. When I looked at the clock, there was nine seconds left, right? I guess this Trubitsky gets the ball with, uh, there's like three, I want to say there's 15 seconds left in the game. Gets the ball, throws one pass, gets pass interference, gets down there, gets up with nine seconds, heaves the ball to the middle of the field, calls a timeout as time expires. (laughs) The refs huddle together, say there's one second left. They kick a field goal from the 53-yard line to go ahead and win the game. How the fuck did I possibly miss that? I, I don't know, dude. I, I can't even – in my head, the time just doesn't add up. I'm just thinking, like, there was never enough time. Like, didn't Denver score with, like, 10 seconds left? No, I guess it was, like, 25. Then I'm like, I guess Trubisky had two plays to get him down, and he did it, and they kick a fucking Mitch field Trubisky, goal. Mitch Trubisky, huh? Yeah, the truth. Mitch, the truth, Trubisky. Where, what did I – oh, I had a fucking garage sale yesterday. Oh, yeah, I called you oh, during that. Oh. The old family garage sale. Oh, dude. The, let me tell you something about the old family garage sale. I could fucking sell evil to the devil. You know, I could, fucking, <laughs> I could sell anything. Any fucking trash you have, any fucking junk, I'll make some sucker buy it. I'm not in sales at all. My heart's really not in it. But I would, I would fucking mop the floor in a sales job. So I'm at the garage <laughs> sale yesterday. And, you know, when people come up, you know, you got to flirt with them no matter what they look like. And if it's a dude, you still got to flirt with them a little bit. Try to fucking hop the sale. So you, so you let the person come in and you look at what kind of car they pull up in, right? Oh, the license plate from Connecticut. You're driving an Audi? Sure. Come right in. So sure. if someone pulls up. If someone pulls up and you can tell they have a little money, you, you kind of let them browse a little bit, right? You let them browse, right? And then... You watch what they pick up, what, what they gravitate towards. You let them put it down and walk around again. And then you go back. Finally, once you let them look, you go back to that one item. And you just start talking it up like there's some sentimental value or it's really worth something. And honestly, nine out of ten times you're going to make the sale. So this family pulls up. And it was a mom, two daughters, and a son. And they said that they just moved in from Brazil. And they needed some furniture to fill up their new house. So the only furniture we had is my fucking old dresser and bed frame from when I was about nine. Beautiful. Uh, A table, another, my sister's dresser from when she was 13. My sister's 30 now. (laughs) Yeah. So we have all this old shit furniture. 
So my dad was like, was like, Ann, get rid of the fucking dre- the your old dresser, your mirror, and your bed frame. Get it rid of it all for twenty bucks. I was like, all right, cool. My he was like, if you could get like twenty five for Katie's dresser, get rid of that too. All right, awesome. So this family comes up. They said, I said, oh, I I bring them right over to. They look. They love the dresser. They're talking about. Oh, we have we could paint it just the way you want. I'm flirting with the daughter. She was probably in high school, but what it doesn't matter when you're no, in the yeah. sales. You gotta make the sale. When you're yeah. in the sales game, it doesn't matter if she's fucking eleven or if she's eleven thousand years old. You're gonna Facts. fucking flirt with them. Facts. So so she's probably in high school, but whatever. So she they're fucking touching the dresser and I'm like, here, hey, look, how about how about this dresser over here? I go to my sister's dresser, much nicer dresser. They're like, Oh, I don't know, it's pretty heavy, you know, don't worry. We'll, we'll pack it up for you. We'll get it into the car for you. All this stuff. So they end up, oh, I don't, I don't, I think we like this dresser. How much for this dresser? Oh, this dresser, I'll give it to you for $40. Oh, wow. That's really, really good. That's really great. Oh, and, and we really like the bed frame. Uh, I was like, well, I'll give you my, this bed frame and this dresser. I'll give it to you all for $40. Oh, well, we don't like that dresser. We like this one. I was like, all right. So how about 15 just for the bed frame? Oh, that sounds pretty good. So, so keep in mind. My dad wanted fifteen, wanted $20 just for the entire dresser, mirror, and bed frame. I'm giving him the enti- just the bed frame for 15 bucks. The headboard, Huge. the footboard, and the sliders. So 15 bucks with my sister's dresser that he wanted, 25 for, so I got the $55. And then they see my sister's table, like a little coffee table that they like. And they go over to it. They're looking, oh, you know, we, we really don't have that much money, but we really like this table too. And I was like, you know what? Uh, this is a really nice, it's an Ethan Allen table. It's barely ever used. We had it refurbished, all this bullshit. You know, you just fucking just throw shit in, man. Is it actually, an, what kind of table would you say it was? Did you just make that up or is it actually an no, Ethan Allen table? It was actually an Ethan Allen, but like we didn't refurbish it or anything. It was from the fucking <laughs> <soul. Like, laughs> Okay, yeah. You, you just fucking, you just throw things in there. Yeah, you just so, tell them what they want to hear, sure. Yeah, so uh, I really, this table would be perfect because we needed something for the couch. Tell you what, I'll give you a good deal. I'll, I'll give you all three of the table, the dresser, and the bed frame. We'll call it 90 bucks. Meanwhile, the, if I sold this individually, <laughs> I would have got less than 90. It would have been like added up to 60 bucks. Usually when you throw it all together, you give them a deal. They thought they were getting a deal. They didn't get no deal. They got fucking jacked, jacked up on the price. They were like so happy. That, oh, we don't have any cash. Can we run to the ATM? Hey, hey, you got Venmo? The daughter looks at me. Oh, I have Venmo. Oh, great. Here. I take her phone. I type it all in. I put it in. She sends me the money on Venmo. Bada bing, bada boom. Oh, they can't fit everything in their car. Don't worry. I get my dad to bring his car down. We, they live down the fucking, they live like a few minutes down the road. We load everything in our car. We drive it over to their house for them. Sure. Jesus Christ, you are a great service, huh? Dude, fuck. I mean, when you got to make a sale, you got to make a sale. You got to know your fucking base, too. I mean, that you could tell just by who they were that they needed to spend money. There's another guy that, that drove right by and looked at this one painting and then dro- and drove past and made a U-turn. So clearly he wants the painting. So so I let him come. I tell him I didn't I went to go tell him about the painting. He's like, oh, I know about the painting. So he, he knew it was good. I sold the painting for one hundred twenty five dollars. Oh, he loved it. Yeah, dude. I mean, uh, it, it's really not that hard if you're determined to sell. When it gets to the end of the night and the people come by and, and they're looking cheap, you can tell that they're cheap people. You just you just tell them a dollar for this, two dollars for that, three dollars for that. This woman had eight dollars in her purse, and I took all eight dollars. I sold her like two bracelets, like a salt and pepper shaker, 
all this shit. I took all eight dollars from her, and she wasn't even going to stop for the garage sale. Wow, they all they all wheel it and deal it, dude. Pretty oh, good, dude, dude. I made a hundred bucks selling garbage, selling absolute garbage. Ethan Allen garbage, though. That that was probably the only good piece that I sold, and that was I didn't even get that money because that wasn't even my piece that I sold. Uh, that wasn't even for me. That was strictly for my sister that I was helping her out. Oh, okay. A little but, brotherly love. Yeah, sure, sure. I helped the family out. But, I yeah. mean, I would take a little vig, you know, like, I was out there with my uncle the whole fucking day, Saturday and Sunday, both days. And, like, my siblings and my parents would come out for five minutes. And, oh, it's a little hot out. Man, there's not a lot of people here. Maybe we should wrap it up. And we're sitting there like, hey, hey, you fucks. Yeah. If you don't, don't want to be out here, go inside. The grind don't stop. It don't matter. We'll pack up when we want to pack up. It doesn't matter. We'll, we'll sell everything. We don't need you to come out here. Just just stay inside. Yeah, shut your we'll fucking mouth and we'll sell it ourselves, all right? No commish. My, my uncle's out there trying to sleep with every single woman that comes by, checking their checking her hand for rings, flirting with all the women. Doesn't matter if she's 22. Doesn't matter if she's 62. She, he's flirting with them, singing, uh, Joan, singing Joni Mitchell with them, trying to invite him in. Oh, for a little so the, the yard sale's a front. He just wants to get some action. He's looking uh, for that. Oh, <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, my uncle. I, did I wonder that. As an old, the older you get, do you like, does your mind stay the same sexually, but like your body just can't do it? Like, no, I, am I going to be as horny as I am now when I'm 50? Because I don't think I can keep up with that. I don't know if you'll be as horny as you are, but you'll still definitely want to fuck. But it's not like get out of you your chair, just... DM everybody you know kind of horniness. You know no, I mean? no. But I mean, when when you're having that action a little while and you're, you're older, so you know you got to be a little bit more selective when you're older, uh, a nice looking giraffe might do it for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Okay. Well, that's probably what it's going to get to. So you got to get everything out now. <laughs> But my uncle, he's a real fucking uh, slick, wise guy. So he's good. I'm sure he still gets an ass. He definitely gets ass. Mm. So I got a fucking, just found a fucking uh, porno. I found a porno in my room and I didn't think, uh, I was trying to find what year it was. Trying to find out what year the porno was? Yeah. Don't they say it right on the cover? Like a porno mag or a porno video? Porno mag. Yeah, I didn't know I had one. I have a little little box of goodies. There's a porno mag in there. It's fucking pretty wow, good. What is, that's pretty old-fashioned, Max. Yeah, I think I bought it for nostalgic purposes when I was Isn't 18. It, <laughs> that, that's actually awesome. Yeah, yeah. I love, that. I love to hear that. Thank you, yeah. I think it says 88. I don't know why I would have an 88 one. Dude, that's so what... the girls in that magazine are like fucking 55 now. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, they're, they're 18 in my heart, man. That's actually kind of crazy to think. Like, you know when, like when you listen to... Like, you watch, like, a sitcom, and they have that laugh track when something funny happens. Oh, it drives me nuts. Yeah. So so that was recorded, like, the the typical, like, one that you hear on every show. That was recorded in, like, the 1950s or something. So they say that you're actually listening to dead people when you hear that laugh track. Oh, my God. That's fucking freaky. Isn't, isn't that weird that all the all the people that were, like, that live studio audience that recorded that, they're all dead now because it was recorded, like, fucking 70 years ago. So in porn, do you have to stop masturbating to like Lisa Ann when she when she passes away, or do you think like it's like all of a sudden it's it's more of a tribute? You have to masturbate to Lisa. Yeah, Ann. like like paying homage. Right, like I'm 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 coming to Lisa, even though she's dead. Honor her. Like you're fulfilling her legacy. Yeah, that's that's what she left behind. She would be up in heaven or wherever she is, upset if you weren't still busting nut. Busting nut. Do you know? I, do they, they, do those porn stars have kids? I mean, 
I think some at least por- some I, porn stars have kids. I think what's her face? The hot one, uh, the MILF, blonde. God. Oh, uh, what is her name? I want to say, is it Lisa? It's not Lisa Ann. Fuck. No. Dude, I don't know. There's so many. I mean, you could Yeah, just but throw she up. was you at a, throw up. It was like an Arizona State college. It was like the opening, uh, or was it syllabus week? And like Lisa Ann was there with the kids. Not Lisa Ann. What the fuck is her oh, name? Oh, I, I did see that. I saw that. One of, there was a porn star there with her daughter or something. Yeah. It's just um, like, imagine like seeing a porn star bringing her daughter to your college. Like, wow, I wonder what this girl does. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I need to do God, everything God. I can. Oh, Get inside okay. just Tr- thinking about finger. it. Trigger. Trigger. Oh. <laughs> Trigger's finger would be so lucky. Let me tell you uh, what. Trigger's finger would fall off. Ah. Uh. Well, I, I, let me tell you something. That's a fucking trigger finger guarantee. It'll never fall off. It may, it might cramp up. It may stop working. It won't fall off. We'll go till it dies. All right, Max. You got, you got another story, or you want me to go into my Uber? You got a rant? You got anything? No, nope, going to your Uber. I got, I just got my close call. All right, cool. So, if you didn't know, I do work as an Uber driver. Was not able to secure the bag of a full time job out of college, so. I do Uber rides and Uber Eats deliveries, which is actually fantastic money. And you meet a lot of cool people. So I just got a couple stories just from work. Here's the thing. With Uber, when you give someone a ride, they almost never tip you. But for some reason, when you deliver someone something, they'll always tip you, no matter what the fuck it is. So I picked up this motherfucker uh, where, right about where I live. I live about 30 minutes with no traffic, with minimal traffic, 45 minutes to get into the city. New York City. So I pick up this fucking guy, and he was leaving work. It's about 3.45. So it was going to take us to – he was going to Port Authority in Manhattan. So I don't know if you know what traffic is like, Max, but if you're trying to leave Manhattan around 4.30, you ain't getting out of it. Sure. So I fucking drive this guy from 3.30 I get – 3.45, I get to Manhattan around 4.30. I drop him – I'm talking to him. Oh, oh, I went to school, and – Columbia, you know, I'm talking to this guy, his name's Kevin, and, you know, we're talking the entire ride there, oh, I work at this laboratory, blah, 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 I just moved up to Rockland, I lived in the city for a few years, I'm originally from Virginia, I'm going back to visit my family this weekend, oh, cool, thanks, nice, Kevin, I dropped this fucking guy off at Port Authority after 45 minutes, and he has the nerve not to tip me a goddamn dollar. When I have to turn around and put my navigation on, and it's going to tell me it's going to take me an hour and 37 minutes to get back to my house because I have to sit on 35 minutes of bumper-to-bumper fucking dead stop west side highway traffic. Well, I mean, didn't you get paid for all that time? That's I don't know if I agree with you on the not getting tipped from – I'm not tipping Uber. Dude, are you fucking kidding? Would you take, tip a cab? No, I wouldn't tip a cab. I'd pay what I got to pay. That's what their job is. You're, Dude, you're supposed paid. to leave a tip. Would you tip a waiter? That's completely different. They don't make minimum wage. There's not like a wage being associated with, Dude, you know what I mean? I got, you are getting a wage. Waiters I, get below minimum. I'm not getting a, an hourly pay, dude. It's, it's, I get paid like 70 cents per mile. Okay. So how much money did you make on that ride just there? I, you know what? I'll fucking pull, I could pull up exactly what I got on that ride. I'll fucking tell you what I got. On what that I ride. can understand is if, if he pays you like, uh, what is it? 20, 30 bucks. And then but, you realize, but, and then you realize that the traffic is going to be so bad going back that okay, maybe it's gonna it's gonna take you some time to just get back to your routine. I'll tip you a couple extra bucks. Right, but the thing is, you don't get paid the full amount of what the rider pays for the Uber. The driver doesn't get all of that money. How Uber's much do you gotta, get? 
How much do you get up? So that's what I'm saying. I get only 70 cents a minute. I mean, I get, no, I get 70 cents a mile and I get 18 cents a minute. So, so here's what I got from driving from Orangeburg to West 34th Street. A duration of 42 minutes and 25 seconds, I got $46.82. Keep in mind, 20 of those dollars come from the toll. So 20 of that, I have to pay the toll. For. Oh, wow, I got, really? I got 81 cents base fare. The distance, I got I went 26 miles times 70 cents a mile. I got $18.37. The time it took me 42 minutes, $7.63. And so I really got $26.81, but I got $20.01 for the toll. So now I got to sit for another hour and a half going back. If this guy tips me maybe five, 10 bucks, you know, we're, we're talking the whole time. We're having a good conversation. He, he thinks I'm a good guy. That's, that's worth it. But yeah, that I, is worth to, it. To, to, dude, if I'm driving you from your house, to go to class at school. I'm not expecting you to tip me. I drove you fucking four minutes. But if I drove you for 42 minutes and we talked the whole time, how do you not give me a tip? To me, that's just asinine. Uh, there's, just, there's so many like little, I feel like there's a million Uber drivers just like you that got their own little tip system figured out in their head though. You know what I mean? Like if I have to take seven lefts, I deserve a tip. That's just the way it goes. If I have to back up, turn around, and at any point bang double rights, that means you owe me a tip. You know what I mean? I feel like that's what you're kind of coming across as like, oh, if I have to, if I take a trip down to give you a ride and all of a sudden I'm going to put in the directions back and you see that it's almost double what I just gave you a ride for, I deserve a tip. Yeah. Well, I just, I think you'd, even if I got home in the same amount of time that it would take me normally, I still deserve the tip. You should tip a driver. That's a service. Anything being a service, you get a tip. You get a haircut, you tip him. You go out for a meal, you tip the waiter. You go for a drink, you tip the bartender. And I know plenty of people that they'll say if they're in the city and they take a yellow cab, they tip the cab driver, but they won't tip an Uber driver. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, so I pick, I pick up this guy, 7 o'clock in the morning where I live. It comes up. If the ride's going to take 45 minutes or more, I'll say 45-plus minutes. Jesus. So, so what I like a long ride because usually I'll be able to talk the guy into getting me a tip, and you get a better rate when it's a long ride. So I took this guy at 7 in the morning from New City over where I live to Starlet's Strip Club in Queens. This break guy, it, break I, it down this, for me because I'm not from New York. From that, from New York. So I pick this guy up. I pull up. He's about six foot eleven, two hundred and eighty-five pounds. Enormous fucking dude. Plays for the Indiana Pacers. He gets in, dude. He's a bouncer at the strip club. <laughs> and he he had to drive his boss home, who lives up where I live, because he was too fucked up from the night before he had to drive his boss home and and the boss's rolls royce and then he had an uber back to the city dude it was like a hundred something dollar uber i got seventy dollars and 68 cents it took me an hour and 15 minutes i got 70 bucks and he tipped me 10 bucks so i got 80 dollars and since there was no traffic i was in bumper to bumper traffic going into manhattan on a fucking you know that's, a, that's 80 80 bucks an hour that's money dude i got i well it took me 40 to get 45 to get home so it was it was eighty dollars in two hours. That's good, but fucking forty something dollars for what took me over two hours is shit. Mm. I no see where tip. you're coming from. I see where so you're coming from. I've I've broken it down to how to get a tip. Is it's pretty easy how to get a tip. Not not easy, but usually you oh you know I just graduated college and man I can't get a full time job. It's the market's so hard. You know oh 
I've been working. <laughs> I've been going on interview after interview. I I have to drive Uber now. You know. Oh, and then you make shit up. Oh, dude, my mom just got diagnosed with cancer, and oh, uh, she I have to pay for her treatments now, and it's just me and her. I never knew my dad. Uh, my little sister died when we were younger because she didn't have anything to eat, and uh, you know I was a fat kid, so I took all the food from her. She died of malnutrition, and now my mom's <laughs> going through these radiation treat. And dude, and you just make shit up, and eventually the people will feel bad for you, and they're gonna tip you. That's how it works. You that's gotta get, that's borderline evil. You got to give them a fucking sob story, so that they're going to feel bad for you. And oh, this kid, you know, oh, he has so much trouble in his life, so many hardships. He goes. Hey, here's four dollars, and, and if <laughs> and if that's I all get, you're looking for. That's all and, you're looking for. Is and a you know tip. what? If I get ten people a day to feel bad for me and tip me four dollars, that's forty extra bucks in my pocket for me to go gamble on football. Huge. And in which case, you can make that forty into like two thousand if you put the right parlay in. Exactly. And the other thing I like so, about the job is you meet really cool people, dude. I drove an FBI agent today. He told you he's an FBI agent. Dude, I, that's what I said. So I, I drove. I picked him and his little two-year-old son. Really cute, cutest little fucking kid you'll ever see in your life. Fucking cute little brown baby. <laughs> oh, the cutest little kid ever. And I drove him and his son to daycare. And then as we were going, he's like, "Look, like I got to go back after. Can I put in another ride?" So I'll take. I was like, "No, no, no! Don't put in another ride. I don't want to get a shit rate." So it cost him twenty dollars to go to the daycare. I said, "Hey, give me fifteen, and I'll take you back." That way, he pays five less. I made nine dollars and like eighty six cents for the ride there. He gave me. I told him to give me fifteen for the ride back. The guy gives me. He goes to the bank. I stop at the bank for him. He gives me the whole twenty. He says, "Here, take it." I said, "Oh, thanks so much." So we're talking the whole way there. On the way back, I'm like, "So, what do you do for work?" He goes, "Oh, I actually work for the FBI." So I look at this guy. Like, what do you mean you work? You don't work for the FBI. If you worked for the FBI, you couldn't tell me that you work for the FBI. Exactly. Nailed him. Right. I nailed. Fine. Got him. Fucking caught him right in a little trap. He goes, yeah, "No, yeah. no." Yeah, you know, it's not as secret as you would think. And I, I was like, no, 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 I, I, don't, I don't think you're fucking with me. What do you really do for work? And this guy just whips his wallet out, boom, badge, FBI. Oh, oh man. Dude, I was like, holy fuck. Like, dude, you never Son know. Thank God I didn't tell him about the fucking cocaine operation I, that runs out of my fucking attic. Yeah, I mean, right. I mean, dude, you never know who you're in the car with. I'm with a goddamn FBI agent. That guy would have fucking put me in cuffs in two seconds if I told him about what I really do. Is weed legal in Maine? Even though you don't, I mean, not in Maine, in New York? No, weed is not legal in New York, and neither is cocaine. Ah, I see. Right. Darren so, lies the rub. Right. I mean, even if weed is legal in Maine, though, you can't just operate out of your own house, like, selling pounds and pounds of weed. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. That's illegal, yeah. There's a lot of gray area, though. Yeah, you know? yeah. But it's crazy. Either way, you just don't want to confess even that you wear a black sock and a white sock. I mean, a black sock and a white sock to an FBI agent. You never know what they're going to pull out on you, you know? Yeah, they'll, they'll have you confessing to something that you never even heard of. Yeah, you read those stories. You read those stories like the guy was in Arkansas, you know, with a girlfriend uh, at a casino. And then next thing you know, he's confessing to a murder charge that happened in New York three years earlier. He just said, you know, yeah. they convince yeah. you of anything. Right. You, get me in the, you get me in the room with one of those guys. I'll tell you what, I will confess to anything. Just get me out of the room. Under that bright fucking light, sweating bullets, screaming in your face, offering you a glass of water, taking your prints off the glass. They're going to get you to convince of something. I mean, fuck, Central Park 5. Central Park 5. Don't know what that is. Oh, you got to watch the documentary. They fucking pinned, uh, uh, like, beating and rape on these five little black kids in the city because they're black. Fantastic. Yeah, dude, it's it's pretty brutal. That's actually heartbreaking to watch. Yeah, um, I can imagine. How old are the kids? They were, like, between the ages of, like, 12 and 17. Oh, that's just... Yeah, they didn't, they didn't do it, but... 
Yeah, dude. So, it, so getting back to what I was saying about driving Uber, dude, it's a really cool job because you meet a lot of cool people. I'm trying to think if there's any other stories that I really wanted to tell. Oh, the eats, dude. So here's my routine. I wake up. I turn my app on at 7 a.m. I get, I take people like usually to work, you know, today I took two kids. Oh, you missed the bus for school. Sure, sure. I'll take him to, take him to school. Fucking guys got to go to work. Sure. Drop the kid off at daycare. You know, woman, another woman had to go to work. Uh, and that, that's the 7 a.m. to like 10 a.m. is the, is a good. I go home, I shower, I eat breakfast. Then I drive into New Jersey is where the cheaper gas is. They pump it for you. And that's where the eats blows up for lunchtime. You go into New Jersey and you got all these fucking rich people ordering Uber Eats for lunch. And then you just fucking hit deliveries from like 1130 to like 132 o'clock. You're just delivering delivery after delivery after delivery. And for some reason, they always tip you on a delivery. Yeah, because you're bringing them food. You know what I mean? That's like there's an extra thing. You're not just sitting in your car. You got to go into the restaurant. You got to grab the food. You got to bring it out. And you got to go. You know what I mean? There's a lot to happen to that. I, right. I get the tipping in that point. Right, but. But no matter how small the order is, dude, I, I picked up a bagel and coffee for a woman and drove it two blocks to her work, and she tipped me $3. I Beautiful. drove that piece of shit Kevin from Orangeburg to the fucking Port Authority so he could take a bus home to see his precious family in Virginia. He's fucking talking Asian to them on the phone in the back of the car. Uh, can't understand a word he's saying, and he can't tip me a goddamn dollar. And I get $3 yeah. for, going, for going fucking two minutes down the road. I get $3. For delivering a girl bagel and coffee. She Kevin, Kevin, just so you know, if you're listening to this, Kevin, I am on your side here. I wouldn't tip this little fuck either. I don't, Dude, I don't, if someone I wouldn't tip them. If someone drove you 45 minutes, you wouldn't tip them? I have had someone drive me 45 minutes. I didn't tip her. Did, did she make conversation with you? Yeah, it was my mom, but I still didn't tip her. Of course, you make conversation, dude. You get through it. But we're, we're, we're splitting hairs here. We're, we're, we're beating what you would say the dead horse. Yeah, I, I agree it's about a dead horse at this point, but. But thing I I just want to stress, tip your goddamn Uber drivers. Just tip, tip your Uber drivers if they're worthy of being tipped. Anything over 45 minutes, if they take six rights, one left, and a Yui, that's double the tip. Tell hey, them that. Hey, tell, dude, tell them the code. That that guy, that the FBI agent tipped me three dollars on the ride to the daycare and gave me twenty for the ride back. I made thirty like thirty-four dollars off just driving that guy. Because he was a nice guy. We found something in common. That's the other thing. You always find something in common with the person. Yeah. All right. And okay. The, oh, and the and the bad part about the eats deliveries is all this fucking food that smells so goddamn good, and you just want to eat it. You know yeah, I can I'm, imagine. Let's you know, get over the fucking Uber Eats delivery, dude. You fucking ridiculous nut job. Dude, if you're driving fucking delicious smelling food all day and you haven't eaten in hours, you're gonna fucking want to take a sip of coffee. You're gonna want to steal a fucking cup. Here's of a thought. Here's a thought. When you're in the car going to grab the food. Just order a little, a little something for yourself when you pick it up. Uh, dude, it's not, it doesn't work like that. You you run in, the food's waiting there, and you just grab it and you go. Yeah, but you could be like, oh hey, I'll, I'll take a McDouble too when you get a sec, and then yeah. you just hold on. All right, but you want to turn over as many deliveries as possible to make the most money. All right, okay, all right, I completely disagree with you. Sure. <laughs> all right, all right, close call. All right, all right. You fucking degenerate. Let's hear a close call. Alright, I have... This is actually... This is one of the best stories, you know, of my time in college. Alright, my close call. So my sophomore year of college, 
I uh, I went out drinking. It was a saw. Uh, it was a Sunday night. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely hammered Sunday night. So my recollection of Monday: I wake up. It's ten o'clock. I missed my eight a.m. my nine a.m. class. It's like fuck it. I'll email my professor. Hey, uh, I apologize for missing. My advisor is my professor for both my eight a.m. and my nine a.m. So I just email them. Hey, professor, I'm really sorry for missing class. Like I had a funeral today. I couldn't make it. I hope you can understand. Whatever. I don't get a response. I go to my 2 p.m. class. I'm kind of like pretty fucked up still. I'm slurring my words a little bit still in my 2 p.m. class, but it's not a big deal. I don't think anyway. And then I, uh, I had to practice having a lights out practice because I'm just a fucking stellar athlete. That's just the way it goes. Then Wednesday. I mean, yeah, that was Tuesday. So that was Monday. Then Tuesday, I wake up and I go to lunch and uh, <laughs> I'm eating. I'm eating with my buddies and they start sitting down. They're like, dude, one kid from class goes, dude, what happened to you in class the other day? I'm like, uh, dude, what are you uh, what are you talking about? I didn't I didn't make it to class. He just starts dying laughing like, dude, no way. <laughs> like, dude, what are you talking about? What are you about? talking you were... about, dude? We we had you were in our 8 a.m. and our 9 a.m. And I'm like, bro, what are you t- like? What are you saying? <laughs> I did not like, go to class. Yeah, yeah, I like, slept through hey, both the classes. I slept through bo- what, do I have to, what do I have to show you the emails, bro. And then like three other kids from the class come up wide eyed looking at me like, Dude, what happened to you? And I'm like getting irritated because I'm like, what is happening right now? Like, w- dude, stop fucking with me. Stop being assholes. So I'm sitting at this lunch and I'm like, what happened? They're like, dude, you came in like 30 minutes late to our 8, 8 a.m. class. And they're like, you sat. And this was, this was, a, this was a what, a 50-minute class? 50-minute class. I show up at 8.30, starts at 8. I, I guess <laughs> so I. So with 20 minutes left of class. 20, yes, yeah, spotted, beautiful timing. I get in there. I sit down, they said. Everyone's watching me. I unzip my bag on my binder, pull everything out on the desk. Within 30 seconds of taking everything out of my binder, I put it all back in, zip it up, <laughs> put it in my bag, and I try to leave. I'm like, hey, I got a dentist appointment. I got to go. The, my advisor, also my professor, goes, Max, it's not time to leave yet. I'm like, all right. So I sit back down. They said I unzip my binder, took everything out of it again. Within another 30 seconds, put everything back in, put it in my backpack, and tried to get up again. And it was like, hey, I got a doctor's appointment. I really got to go. It was just max. It's not time to leave yet. Then it happens a third time. I get up. I unpack everything, pack it all up, sit, uh, get back up, and try to walk out the door. And I give him another, like, I get to the bathroom. The professor just looks at me. He's like, Max, it's not time to leave yet. I try to get up three times in a 20-minute class. To go three different excuses, right? I don't remember any of this. I'm like, all right, geez, like, that's fucking embarrassing. They're like, dude, you were even worse in the nine o'clock class. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? He's like, bro, you came in. I don't know how you were late. There were classes were right down the hall. But you came in, ran into the desk, almost hit the professor, said, hey, sir, sorry, watch where you're going. Sit, sit back down. And I guess I'm answering all these questions just saying random shit like what was the case study on last night i'm just yelling nonsense like they're like dude we don't even know what you were saying like you were just yelling shit and we just at one point the professor said like disregard you i was just like (laughs) oh my god like what are you talking about and then i didn't know that after those two classes i go to a meeting with my professor to figure out my school schedule and then he sends me on my merry way Come to find out my 2 p.m. teacher emailed him saying she thought I was intoxicated in class and that I need that, uh, you know, he should be concerned. And I guess my advisor just didn't respond to her, didn't respond to my emails about going to class. 
But my friends to this day were like, dude, that was the most fucked up we've ever seen anybody in a class, dude. And I, I honestly, God, don't remember going. Just, I was yelling, talking way too loud. Like, I guess I was trying to hit on a girl at one point. This is the part I didn't want to say. I was trying to hit on a girl. I guess I said some pretty, uh, I don't know, pretty uh, front forward things. Like, fuck, your tits look good. Something like that. And uh, yeah, it just didn't bode well for uh, the old trigger finger that day. But I didn't get expelled. Here I am in my last semester, but definitely, boy, definitely should have been expelled. Definitely should have been expelled. Don't remember. I can't, be- I can't, like, I really can't believe that. I think the, the, the best part about it is that you actually emailed the professors apologizing for missing the class. For not going to class. Like didn't even had, I was, dude, I was convinced the whole Tuesday, the whole Monday there that I just didn't go. I slept through them. No big deal. Then Tuesday at lunch, like everyone's coming up to me. Like it's a small Small college, dude. That something like that happens. The whole fucking campus erupts, and I, everyone's coming to me like, "Bro, what was going on, dude? That was crazy." And I'm just like, didn't even know I went. Looked like a complete schmuck. Just awestruck. Awestruck. Yeah, that was tough. But uh, we're good now. Close call. Sure, dude. Sure. That's fucking as close as they come. I mean, mine's not as good as that. I got a decent close call for you today. Just trying to think back through all my little files that I got in my head, trying to find one. But I, I do think. I guess this is a close call. So um, freshman year of college, I went to visit one of my boys at the University of Hartford in Connecticut. I brought my boy John with me from home. And so I go up, I visit him. This is probably like February of my freshman year. Um, We go up, you know, we're partying, we're drinking, whatever. And we go to the bar. They have a pool table at the bar. So keep in mind, I'm very good at little games like that, ping pong, you know, stuff like that. But pool, I am atrocious. Atrocious. I feel that. I don't know why. I'm just very, very bad at pool. And when I'm borderline blackout, it's not going to get any better. So I'm sitting there with this pool cue, like trying to play with these guys. and I'm missing the cue ball. I mean, like hitting it with like the side of the fucking pool cue, just knocking the ball all over the table. And these guys are getting pissed off. My, my boy keeps trying to like get me away from the table. And every time I go take a shot, I keep putting my drink on the side of the pool table. And a bouncer keeps coming over to me. Every time I put the drink down, he keeps telling me, don't put your drink on the side of the table. Put it on the side. Put it on somewhere else. Put it on this table over here by the bar. Don't put the drink on the side of the table. So, of course, the ne- right away, I go to shoot again. I put the drink right on the side of the pool table. Yeah, the where, bouncer where comes are you up, supposed to put it, right? right? The bouncer comes up to me again. And says, moves my drink onto the other table, tells me not to do it. This happens at least four times. My two friends are pleading with him. Hey, hey look, he's, he's really fucked up. We'll, we'll get him away from the pool table. He's, he's not going to have anything else. He's not going to drink anymore. You know, he's not going to play the pool anymore. Uh, all right. So they convince, I don't like pool anyway. So they convince me, yeah, yeah, just stay away from the pool, whatever. So I'm dancing or everything. And then I got to go to the bathroom. So I go to go to the bathroom. As I'm walking there, I see like, you know, every, when it's a crowd of bars, it's like kind of shoulder to shoulder. So, or in my case, like shoulder to hip, but <laughs> yep, sure. so I see a little opening of people and I'm like, Oh fuck, let me squeeze this little opening. So I start to like walk kind of fast and try to slide my body through the opening. And because I was fucked up, I, I trip and I fall and I just knock into that same bouncer who had just told me to keep moving my drink off the table. This guy looks at me, puts both of his hands around my body. His hands were so big that he could literally grasp around my entire body and picks me up and carries me outside of this bar through a back alley and just places me down outside and i'm standing there like what the fuck just happened and i'm like 
outside the door just standing there, like knocking on the glass window of the bar till my friends see me and uh, they come out they come out and get me like all right i guess we're going back now so dude they take me to subway i don't remember this at all and i'm in the subway and i order my sandwich and like they they sat down with their food and i go to a table all by myself and i have a foot long sandwich that i'm holding it's not cut at all it's the entire sandwich and i'm holding it by the top of the sandwich so I'm biting the sandwich, and out of the bottom, it's just falling all over me. And I got, like, olives and cucumbers. Uh, you're just and disgusting, huh? You're just fucking lettuce nasty. And just, it's dripping all over my chin, getting caught in my beard, all over my shirt, my pants. And I'm just devouring the sandwich as it drips all over me. Beautiful. I don't remember this at all. And then immediately when I get back to his little place, they had, like, you know, when you're a freshman, you have like a double room and then you have a communal bathroom. Right. So there was only like maybe 15 guys on this floor, 15, 16 guys, like maybe eight rooms on the floor, maybe even less, maybe like six rooms on the floor for 12 guys. And they had a communal bathroom that they have to clean themselves. I don't know how you had it when you were a freshman. Pretty close, but uh, yeah, not, not exactly the same. Go on. Did you have to clean the bathroom yourself? Uh, no, never. No, we had like, at well, one point we had like bathroom for the whole dorm, but it was like stalls and shit. And then just recently they changed it to like one bathroom where it's like a shower, a bathroom, and then everyone shares it. Yeah. So like I lived on a floor with like 30 something guys. So we all had like a huge communal bathroom that was cleaned every morning by the cleaning people. Yeah. Okay. But exactly. These guys had That's what these, I ended up being. Yeah. Right. So these guys had to clean their own bathroom. So it turns out the second I got back from the subway, I went to the bathroom. And they had a, a huge oval round big sink that I filled entirely with puke. Ugh. Entirely from it was at least a foot deep sink. Huge sink that I filled completely with puke and went back and fell asleep on a deflated air mattress in my buddy's room. And one of his buddies ended up having to clean the entire sink of my vomit. Uh, I, I was going to clean it. I said I felt bad I was going to clean it and someone had already cleaned it in the morning. That's fucking tough. Dude, so I, I, I guess the close call being I could have really fucked up a friendship with my friend for being an <laughs> asshole with his friends. I could have had the bouncer beat the shit out of me, but instead he was nice enough to just place me outside. So yeah, I, I think nice it was guy pretty move. close. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great guy move. Yeah, it was a close call. I, I hear that. Tough close calls, honestly. That one's tough. Puking in anyone's, anyone else's home just automatically puts you up for the candidate of like, we shouldn't have this guy over again. Like he fucked up. Exactly. Like you don't want you don't want to be that guy that like you showed up to a place where you're like you only really knew one person. Right. Like yeah, like, he's funny. He's cool. We liked having him, but he puked in our sink, so maybe we shouldn't invite him. Back. Exactly. You know, like if it was somewhere where you went with like your whole group of friends and like you puke, like oh whatever that happens. Like, I pretty much think like, that's like what ninety percent of my friends think. That's why I won't get invited to any weddings. Like oh we love Max. He's the man. He's funny. But like who's the one person that could ruin our wedding? Well, it'd be Max. Matt, trigger finger. Right. <laughs> Max wouldn't ruin the wedding. Trigger finger might might sneak exactly, out. Exactly yeah. that. Exactly. Exactly that. Yeah. Well, all right. Um, so let's just so. say on the record right now, you didn't you didn't do the dare. Now you on the record, I, I did not do the dare, but how about this, Max? How about I give you your choice of dare right now? We both do the dares, and then when we record next time we tell both the stories of the dares. Okay. I also have one question I want to ask you real quick. All right. This was brought to my attention. I feel like people I people I weird people out with this. How much money would it take for you to suck a dick? Like, uh, like a ballpark of money or like – No, like I, I have like a million dollars in a briefcase. Oh, a million dollars. I'm doing it obviously for a million dollars. Okay. 500,000. 
Five hundred thousand. I was gonna say maybe even maybe even five figures, dude. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'll just keep walking yourself down the briefcase. Like, okay, all of a sudden there's fifty. Like, grand like in the dealer, briefcase. like dealer, no deal, dealer, no deal. Open right. the case. Oh, right. fifty thousand to suck dick. Would you? Maybe. Maybe. Fifty thousand. Yes. Dude, to me, it's like, dude, if someone presents that money right in front of you, I've never seen fifty thousand in my life, dude. I would never. probably take tax free fucking run into my bank account. Yeah. Well, I, dude, I have friends that are like, I'd rather die. I'm like, really, dude? You'd rather fucking die than suck it? You'd for rather fucking five hundred thousand dollars? Like, it's it's that bad, dude. Like, I couldn't live with myself. Fucking... I'm like, dude, you're that mentally weak. You couldn't get over it. People just saying, how'd you get all that money? I just suck a dick. All fucking do best decision I've ever fucking made. I had to just suck a dick. And there, it'd be like, that's fucked up. Dude, let me tell you something. This Maserati is fucked up. So, dude, would you do it for nine grand? Well, that's that's where that's where I'm at. I'm at ten grand is like, I think my lowest I can go. I think I'd need more than ten grand. I think I think around like 40 to 50 grand is where I, I'd start to think about doing it. So $25,000, you, you couldn't do it. Twenty five. Well, to me, to me, like forty to fifty grand is like a year of me not having to work. Fair enough. So I, I'd say, like, yeah, sure, like forty to fifty grand. I I'd probably consider doing. I mean, dude, how long is it gonna take for me to suck? Like, I gotta suck a guy's they can make him nut. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Like what if he if he doesn't though? Like how long do I have to go before like he just doesn't finish? An hour. I mean, dude, that's ridiculous. No, he's he's gonna, he's gonna finish. That's the point. I mean, yeah. There's... I know, but dude, what if I'm just not good at it? What if I just don't have this? Like, I have a pretty fucking bad gag reflex. I just feel like it'd be hard to be bad. Like, don't you just feel like guys would be the best? Like, every guy knows how to give a hand job. It's like you just know what you need out of it. Ah, oh, but dude, I don't know if I know exactly what I need out of a blowjob, dude. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like girls usually aren't good with hand jobs, but girls are usually good with blowjobs. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, it's a, it's a love. You know, thing. you know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. But you haven't, you haven't had enough for them. We're like, yeah, maybe I get the technique down. I can get this guy in like ten minutes, no problem. Dude, I don't know. I, I mean, the more and more I think about it, ten grand seems low to me. But that's that's where I've admittedly, I've admittedly been uh, quoted at. Yeah, ten grand. We'll leave Fair it enough. At, to, we'll leave it at that. I, I'm not gonna shame you on that. I, I believe that there's a certain amount of money that will make anybody do anything. I just didn't know if you're the guy. I'd rather be dead. Dude, that guy just sucks. He, that guy might that be gay. Person, I might have to that, call my friend and think, yeah, he might be gay. That, that guy has just no imagination. <laughs> yeah. they, they, they just, imagine like your Man Crush Monday has so much little imagination. So little imagination. That's so much little, but so little imagination. He can't even come up with a thing. Oh, dude, uh, there's no amount of money. Oh, dude, so if I gave you $60 billion, you wouldn't do it? <laughs> oh, dude, I'd rather be dead. Dude, six. You did. You wouldn't have to do anything for the rest of your goddamn life. Your kids. You won't suck a dick, one, kids, you won't suck a dick one time. Your kids, your kids' kids, their fucking cum rags wouldn't have to do shit. Yeah. No, that kid, oh. yeah. Must be a silent homophobe or a homo. Dude, yeah. yeah either. Either of the two. Uh, to me, anyone who says that they would never do something just hasn't seen the right amount of money. Exactly. I, I totally agree. All right. What's your uh, what's your dare for me then? If we, right, both so, have a, we both have a dare do next week. Yes. On the record, I did not do the dare yet because we had the boss. We had the boss. So I was going to do it in Hoboken, but I, I hit up a bunch of girls. No one could give me a dress, could deliver me a dress to where I was at. And I was drinking, so I couldn't drive to go get the dress. Then we had the Boston weekend, so I wasn't going to do it in Boston. And this past weekend, I didn't go out. So I had no time where I could have done it. Okay. Not no, not no time. It's not it's – not, it's a little bit of an excuse, but it's still on me. Yeah. You'll make up for it, though. I, it, we have this week. We'll both get it done. What are your fucking dares I need to know? So I got one that's embarrassing and one that's just a little bit ridiculous. Love Which it. one do you want to hear first? Embarrassing. All right. So you have to go to a public park 
where there are people like a playground and piss your pants. Dude, did I tell you that was what our fantasy football dare is? Is that what you came up with that? Our no, fantasy what, football, that's, your, that's our league punishment. Oh, for coming in last, you got to piss your pants? Yeah, with a sign above your head saying, I came in last in my fantasy football league. Uh, oh, well, that's good, though, dude, because after this dare, you'll have some practice for it. Okay, okay, all right. Do you think, you think it'll tough. be hard to, like, consciously piss your pants? I feel like it'll be tough. Uh, it may if I make eye contact with anyone. I think if I just sit there, stare into the space, and go, I'll be all right. And you don't have to, like, draw attention to yourself. You could, you could slyly sit there and piss your pants if you want. Like, could I go on a park bench, maybe, like, next to someone and just start pissing my pants? Yes, you can do that. Okay. Okay. Dare number two. You have to retake your driver's test. And oh. ten, se- 10 seconds into the test, pull the car over and start hyperventilating and freaking out. Dude, are you serious? That you know, doesn't it cost money to fucking do that, you cunt? I don't, I don't know if it costs. Does it cost money to retake? You want me to retake my fucking driver's ed class? Yes. No, not the driver's ed class. Just the test to to get your license. Pull up to the place where they give the test and retake the test. But when you go to do it, just start freaking out. Like the second you pull away, just pull back over and start freaking out. Holy shit! I can't fucking do this. Oh, my God. That means I got to have to piss my pants in the park. That's oh, unbelievable. That dude, is you're really gonna, you'd really rather piss your pants in the park. Dude, I mean, what, yeah, I, I don't have the balls to pull over. Would I have a bag in my right pocket? Like, this is like, what do I do? Like, right or left? Like, what's going on? <laughs> With a brown paper bag, start breathing into it. Oh, my God. <laughs> He, I fail. He takes my driver's license away. He's like, dude, I don't know what that was, but not today. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. I will. Uh, yeah, I'll piss my pants in the fucking park next time we record uh, a podcast. Yeah, make sure there's a couple kids there, too. Uh, yeah, I'll make sure some little kids see the old Pekka. <laughs> see the old... Maybe not. Maybe not see the little Pekka, but maybe see you piss your pants so they don't feel as bad about doing it to themselves. Yeah. OK, I'll probably scoot. I'll probably park it next to an old lady on the bench and just let one loose. Yeah, I mean, she probably pissed her pants, too, so. I might have to sound like a retard. Like, I might just sit down, start pissing my pants. She's like, are you peeing? And I'm like, da 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 Oh, you are horrible. <laughs> you are so horrible. Just to save, my, save myself from having to deal with that conversation. Oh, all right, so by next recording, we will have pissed our pants <laughs> and gone to the bar wearing a dress. Beautiful. All right. All right, money. There we go. Thanks for tuning in to the newest episode of Short Stacks with Ant and Trigger. We'll catch you next time. Sure, baby. Sure.